0: Welcome to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. And now, here's your host, Tina McIntosh, along with Sarah Shetty.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast from Joy's house. Uh, We are recording as we always do here in our cozy house in Broad Ripple. Well, I shouldn't say always. We've done a couple at our other cozy house at the UND campus. Um, But we thank you for joining us again for another episode. This is Sarah. Tina is still taking the time she needs for her health And again, we just appreciate all the well wishes and love that is being sent her way. She will be back. Um, hopefully very very soon. So today I am joined by Lauren Gwyn, who is the Executive Director of Shepherd Center Hamilton County. Hello Lauren. Hello. Thanks for joining me today. I'm happy to be here. So I was doing a little bit of research um, and by research I mean going to your website Great. <laughs> to learn more about Shepherd Center and all that you do and I have to say I had an idea of what you did and we'll get to that in a minute for people who maybe have not heard of Of your organization, Um, but I did not realize that it's actually a national organization, right? It is, yes. Started in St. Louis, yeah, Missouri. Some maybe Kansas City. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, So somewhere kind of midwestern as well. So can you tell me about tell me about Shepherd Center, how it started, um, what work you do, why it exists? Sure.
0: So Shepherd Center of America started um, about forty years ago in Missouri. Um, It actually started as a faith-based organization um, from the Methodist church. A Methodist pastor decided that he wanted more care for seniors in his community, and he felt like the church had a good approach to that. So it started out um, as a Methodist-based organization um, and eventually decided to become a national organization and thus became Interfaith, Um, so no longer associated with one faith, but just overall Mm faith-based, no matter what your faith is, um, and began, um, meeting with organizations all across the U.S. that were focused on, um, any kind of senior care based on preventing isolation or helping people remain independent, um. And so specifically, um, they contacted a group of seniors that were meeting socially every week in Carmel, Indiana, um, just about 35 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, And they reached out to them and said, would you be interested in starting a Shepherd Center in Hamilton County? And they said, yes. And thus became Shepherd Center of Hamilton County. So it started as just this great group of seniors that were meeting socially every week for um, fellowship and to prevent isolation. And here we are 35 years later. Oh, wow. I guess I didn't realize either that
1: you guys, your chapter, so to speak, had been around for 35 years. Yes. So are there other chapters or is it just Hamilton County and then the, that original group?
0: Um, there are, there are about over 30 across the U.S., um, in Indiana, there's three of us. There's okay. one um, near Butler-Tarkington area. Sure. Um, that is purely a social group. It's called Shepherd Center Mid-North. Um, highly recommend them for social programs. Um, then us in Hamilton County. And then there is one um, up north of Fort Wayne, um, North Manchester. Oh, great. Yep. So we're, there's three in Indiana. Um, but there's about, uh, I can't remember the last number, 37 or so across the U.S.,
1: and you have been the executive director. You said for about four years now, a little over four years. Yep, a little uh, over four years. So, what's your your background, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> yeah, I have. The- Give me your resume. No, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> but just what? It's because it's such a unique. It is. I mean, it's been around for thirty five years. Yes, but it, it it serves this really important and kind of unique. Um, need in the community so yeah. it's always interesting to me to hear how people kind of uh, you know what path led them there
0: yeah um I also have a really odd path so I'm sure that was Those uh, are part favorite. of the question <laughs> yeah um I am technically a licensed therapist I'm an LCSW and a licensed attorney oh wow um, so I started out as a social worker, um, went through social work school and became a therapist for community hospital. Um, and decided to go to law school, I really wanted to be an advocate for the people that I served. And I felt at the time that potentially law would be the best way to do that. Um, When I was in law school, I did um, the nonprofit legal clinic. um, And through that clinic, we helped a lot of local nonprofit organizations with various different legal issues, usually tax-related Um, One of my mentors was a tax attorney and um, she approached me about five years ago now and said, hey, I'm on the board for this small nonprofit and I think you could offer them a lot of great advice about how to grow. They'd really like to grow and be able to help more people. Um, Would you be willing to come and talk to the board? And I said, sure. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds interesting. At the time, I was still I had just passed the bar. Um, I, uh, had my first child, so I wasn't really a good time for a career move as with an infant. Um, but when I met with them, they on the spot offered me the job and it seemed like such a good fit for both, um, my background and my knowledge, as well as I think the desire to help them grow. Um, I was really passionate about their mission to help people age in place independently from the beginning. Yeah. Um, It's, I mean, as you guys know here, because you have a very similar mission, it's such an important thing to help people age with dignity. Yes. And, I I got behind that instantly. And so I felt like it was kind of the perfect marriage of both my social work background and my legal background to be able to help kind of lead this organization into this new phase of growth. Yes. Um, so when I came to the organization, they simply offered two programs at the time, um, our social program, which started, 35 years ago, like I talked about, um, called together today. Mm -hmm. And then we had a volunteer program that we now call community caring, where we match volunteers, um, with loved ones, um, to help them with just about anything they need to remain independent, like rides, friendly visitor, respite care, um, maybe light housekeeping. Um, so we help, um, do a variety of things in both of those programs. But at the time, we were only serving about 100 people a year when I joined the organization. Um, So it was really easy to get excited about this great program, the great programs and the great mission, and think about what we could do. Yeah. Which now almost five years later looking back on that (laughs) i I maybe didn't realize how much we would do in the next five years but but you saw
1: all this great potential of of all the different ways that you could serve this this Community, right? Absolutely. So, what has grown since then? Since so, you said you came on and it had those two programs. How has the programming changed and evolved? Yeah, a lot. It sounds a lot. like <laughs> yeah. And how many people are you serving now?
0: Yeah. So, um, in 2019, we served uh, 523 people. Wow. So we've definitely grown from the hundred people that we yes. started with. Um, we changed the Together Today program to offer. A location each day of the week, Monday through Friday, at different locations around Hamilton County. Um, Together Today is a program that specifically focuses on preventing isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe that isolation is the single biggest issue facing older adults as they age. Um, we know from research that isolation has the same effect on our physical health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Yes, which is crazy when you think about it, because as people age, they never no one intends to isolate themselves. It's unfortunately just a natural side effect of aging. Yes. And people need to understand how they can combat that and approach that in a healthy and, and proactive way to prevent things like depression and the physical health side effects that come from isolation.
1: Yeah. I mean, that all hits, uh, I mean, a huge nerve here or not nerve, but just it really hits on our hearts here at Joyce house. It's, right. it's, you know, that whole idea of socialization and preventing isolation, preventing loneliness. I mean, we have seen, you know, we're serving adults um, living with some sort of diagnosis. Um, and most of the time they're here because they cannot safely be at home alone um, without, without their caregiver. But, you you know, we have a lot of a lot of our guests that really are here to have that social interaction, to be around the energy. We are a non medical, um, adult day center and you'll have we hear all the time caregivers say, You know, mom just sat at home staring at the TV all day. She barely talked. Her muscle tone was down within just a few weeks of being around people and talking, engaging in activity. The life comes back.
0: Right. Absolutely. And I think what we found, too, in our Together Today program is um, we know that the senior population is becoming the fastest population in Hamilton County, the fastest growing population. Yes. Um, We know by 2025 to 2030, somewhere in that five-year period, seniors will surpass youth and families as the largest portion of our population and the challenge with that is that we have to be able to provide opportunities for that um, safe fellowship and interaction and just to be able to um, have experiences with people in your same life stage Um, you know we have Hamilton County especially boasts these amazing programs and these amazing schools, you know, for youth, which are great. I have kids. They're in them. They're wonderful. But we need to be able to offer those same things for people in their second half of life. And so Together Today is one of those opportunities. And so we now have five locations of that program, Monday through Friday, like I said, different locations different locations around the county depending on the day
1: i have to say your website is wonderful it oh, was good. really easy to find that information good. and it was really clear to see when i was learning more about um the together today program you know you can click on westfield and see exactly where it's at click on noblesville see exactly where it's at so just kudos on that great it was really easy to navigate
0: um shout out to fusion creative <laughs> <laughs> they're our website Woohoo! hosts, and they're amazing. Highly recommend them.
1: <laughs> no, it was great, and, and you know, it was just very easy to see just kind of where the meeting points were, and I love that you're just covering each day of the week and, and covering those different neighborhoods in the county.
0: Yeah, our hope is that no one has to drive more than 10 minutes to get to a program. What was interesting, though, about it, when we decided to launch more Together Today locations a few years ago, our hope was to reach more people. We definitely have done that, but the other... Another really amazing thing that happened is we now have people that go Monday through Friday they go to every single location because that they view the people at those groups as their family as I their love friends it.
1: they just hop around like yep. that's their week yep <laughs> I and love so
0: it. yeah that program kind of how that structure looks it runs from 9 to one thirty at most locations um some locations are a little bit different in terms of timing so be sure to check out the website mm-hmm. but um we offer a uh, light breakfast, uh, lunch. Usually um, we have some social time in between breakfast and lunch, play cards, dominoes, just have fun. Some people just sit and chat. Um, we, After lunch, we typically offer either something fun or educational. So um, we had a doctor come the other day to talk about nutrition. We had an attorney come to talk about how to plan for aging. Um, and then... Uh, I think today they played bingo. So, you know, it's just a good mix of both educational things and fun things to help you have kind of, like I said, that just safe space to meet people in that same life stage. And then is it run by a staff member or dedicated volunteers or great question. Um, we have uh, Lisa Albano as our programs manager. She oversees the program for sure, but it is definitely a volunteer-run program. That's so at each location, we have together today we lead volunteers and these are people that a, a lot of times attend the program but are just so passionate about making that a safe community for everybody and a welcoming community for everybody that they um, have gone through the training process to become a lead volunteer. And so yeah, they help people get coffee and they welcome them and they just help them feel, um, safe and welcomed and enjoy the time together. And it's really great because, um, I feel like the volunteers specifically really focus on, um, the being of that group overall. So a lot of times, for example, um, the volunteer will call us and say, Hey, did you know so and so is going to have surgery next week? Could we get them some meals, you know, and set up a meal trainer. Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. Let's get that done. Um, or, you know, so-and-so's granddaughter is going through this. And so we all, um, you know, said we'd help them, you know, with yard work or, you know, and just things like that, that I feel like help, um, they, they kind of create this little care community, um, for each other. And, And I, I, can't take any credit for that truly it's the volunteers that create that type of environment and really help the people that attend the groups feel that way
1: so and what is the cost for the senior who is wanting to attend wonderful question (laughs) zero dollars I actually knew the answer to that but I (laughs) I wanted to ask it yes because when I saw that on the website I mean all of your services are free to anyone over 55 right
0: 55 is our age cutoff, though I, I, I in full transparency, um, I mean, we help, we say any one second half of life, but 55 is our typical um, age cutoff. Um, we... All of our programs and services are free. So, for example, if you're They're interested... They're free. Yeah. I just want it... Like, that was so... I mean, yeah. Went, yeah, absolutely free. So, we have... We do... I will say we have a donation jar together today. And several people do donate to the program to help fund, you know, lunch or supplies or whatever. But, um, no, it's completely free. And, and the reason for that, and I really appreciate my board's support of this, is that we want it to be the lowest barrier possible. Right. You know, especially for... Um, I think about caregivers who bring people to the group. Sometimes it can be really challenging to convince your loved one to branch out and do something new. That's hard. It's scary. But we want it to be as easy as absolutely possible. So it's free you sign up when you get there. You don't have to let us know you're coming. You can literally just show up That's and you'll great. be welcomed and we'll make you feel comfortable and we'll help you get engaged and find a group of people that hopefully you'll connect with.
1: Yeah. You know, and obviously I, we here at Joyce house have the lens of, um, you know, the caregivers that we support and love on here. Mm-hmm. And I just think programming like this is great, whether it is, um, maybe a caregiver encouraging a loved one to attend a mm-hmm. program like this, or, you know, it, For example, if, if a caregiver is bringing their spouse here to Joyce house and then is looking for some social time, you know, having a respite day and, and using their respite day to go and be social and have that connection with others.
0: Yeah. You know, the other thing is there's a lot of hard life transitions that happen in second half of life. Um, for example, we have several, um, Spouses who their spouse have has gone into a facility because um, that was the level of care needed for them, and that's always a hard decision. That's never easy, and when you kind of have to fill your day and your time where you're used to having a person there, it can be really challenging. Sure, and so yeah, we definitely see a variety of people of ages of backgrounds of socioeconomic status, um, in our together today program, because we want it to be regardless of who you are and where you come from, just a great place to meet
1: people. Yeah. Just a place to be embraced and Mm -hmm. be loved on just where you are and what, what kind of stage or season of life that you're in, in that second half of life. Yep. Lauren, I could talk to you for like, I think another hour. <laughs> Seriously. The, awesome. the program. I mean, we really just touched on this Together Today program. Um, and I mentioned before we recorded that that was something that really struck me just because of the work that we do here at Joyce House as well. And right. we see how important it is to just be surrounded by that care community, like you called it, and that love. So I appreciate you. Um, kind of sticking with that. But you guys have such amazing programming and are doing such good work. Where can people go to learn? Where's that wonderful website, that easy to navigate, great yep. website? Where can people learn more?
0: Yeah, Shepherd Center of Hamilton all one word, all spelled out, or you can just Google Shepherd Center of Hamilton County will be the first name that pops up. Um, We have tons of information there Um, and my hope is, especially more than anything, when I think about caregivers You know, there's a lot of challenges to caregiving and a lot of questions. And I hope that, especially if you're a caregiver in Hamilton County um, or your loved one lives in Hamilton County, that you know you can call us anytime for anything because we are a place where if we don't have the answers, we're definitely going to find the answers for you. Um, And so I encourage everyone, you can go to our website, you can email us, you can call us. We'd be happy to help however we can. That's wonderful.
1: Thank you so much for all the work that you and your team and your volunteers do. It's so important. And we just appreciate our kind of partners and supporting our aging community. So, and thanks for being on this podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening to another episode of Caregiver Crossing, the podcast. Be well, be safe, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to Caregiver Crossing, podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. If you would like to learn more about Joy's House, visit joyshouse.org. And for social media, you can like us on Facebook at Caregiver Crossing.